0: Good afternoon and welcome to Mayor's Minutes. Uh, let me apologize. The mayor was running late, not MCS. So that's why the little later start. But we got a jam packed show for you today, so I want to kick it right off. Uh, we got a couple of guests, and uh, I'm going to go through the COVID charts. Um, but uh, uh, lots of good stuff to talk about. And we all survived the big storm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the big blow. Yeah. Um, the I bomb saw. Cycle. I listened on the way here, Rick. I got my good friend Rick from Ellie's Farmhouse here, and I got Tom Haydam here. Welcome, Tom. Thank you. Pleasure, You've been Mr. on Mary. before, Rick, haven't you? Absolutely. All right, so this, is, this is Tom's first time, and then we got to go gentle go here, easy. right? Um, so, uh, when I was driving here, you know, late, and of course I hit every red light in the city. You didn't speed, did you? No, no. Okay. The wet leaves and everything. But uh, I did hear that there was a 94-mile-an-hour wind gust last night on one of the Cape Towns. I forget which one. But there were several in the 80s and one that had a 94. That's that's a pretty good blow. So um, we were fortunate. I think we only got up into the 50s here, wind speed. My lawn... Is devastated with tree limbs, but uh, I'm Leaves. not complaining. Everything's still upright, right? A few perifoma signs got washed away in the mix, but hey. They'll all come back. We'll, we'll find those him. back up. Yeah, we'll put those back
1: up. He's really handy, too, if we need a hand. <laughs> yeah, a, <he> can show <laughs> yeah.
0: for a bear. All right, so we got a lot of people sitting out there waiting, and we appreciate that. Um, hello, Sue Nicholson. Hello, Teresa. Hello, Sarah Marie. Allison, and Bev, welcome back. Joyce, good to see you all. Let's jump right into the COVID charts to start. And then we'll go over to my good friend Tom, and we'll, we'll tell a little story here, right? Uh, so, City Methuen, Wednesday, October 27th, we have 90 new cases. So, the number is on, the, de- on the, uh, the decrease, meaning it's getting worse. Um, uh, so, here you are, October 27th, 90 new cases, a little bit higher than the previous week. Uh, but there's good and not so good. The trends continue again in the positive direction. right? Um, uh, next chart, please. Uh, so we're down to 21.2 per 100,000, which is where we want to see it. I got a great ques- question from a resident that said, Hey, Mayor, when when do you think you're at the point where you won't have to mask up in City Hall. And that's a great question. So we're using these numbers to do it. And the answer I gave the gentleman who gave it to me is, when I see the trend where we were in May, June, July, and I'm not talking about the zero point, but when it's, it's down low enough that really transmission's minimal, that's when you take the mask off. So we're using data to make that decision, right? 21.2 or 90 new cases every week is not the point where we make that, right? Trick or treat is back. Ryan's left that on there three weeks in a row. I think the kid's fascinated with trick or treat. Uh, it's fr- a Sunday, 5 to 7. Uh, everything I've seen weather-wise says that the weather will be uh, – it's going to rain a little bit Sunday morning, but clear Uh, mid-50s, so dress appropriately, get out there, enjoy the two hours. Um, We just did our first whip-around meeting in a long time at uh, City Hall, and the police chief said they are prepared. Um, They take all, all the proper steps to make sure that the city is safe Sunday night, so go out and enjoy yourself. Saturday night and Sunday night, don't drink or drive. And then last but not least, the Santa parade is Saturday, the 20th of November. Uh, and I know Ellie's is going to have a banner in there that we're going to jointly spot so you and I. Uh, but we're hoping other groups, other bands, will participate. All you have to do is call Jill Stackland or the Rec Department. It's still not too late to participate, I think in the I think today's the last day to get into the, the um, recreation departments. A Halloween decorating contest, and there 's some really good ones around the city i 've been driving around looking at it, so get involved. lots of good stuff happening and then on the not so good side, uh, the vaccination rate we, we are trailing so there was this fantastic discussion on social media uh, last Friday night that um, Council Ferretra posted this try to get from WBz News that seemed to indicate that in the city of Methuen, almost 90% of the kids between ages 12 and 15 were vaccinated. That's not possible. Right. It's, to, it's to the, the My mind blew up immediately. And I reached out to the state and said, I, I can't fathom that this could be correct, because uh, the numbers you're going to see here in the chart for vaccinations come from the state. So how could this be true? Uh, So we would have to be abysmal in every other category for our our 12 to 15s to be in the 90% range. Just, you know, because we're at 58 and change. And I'll look at this week's number in a minute. Um, That's just not possible. They have not answered yet. So as soon as they answer, I I owe that to a couple people who asked on social media. I do intend to give it to you. I set the second follow-up today saying, hey, You know, is this just an errant chart? If it was, let's just say it, right? Uh, Own it. Because I've got people asking me, and I want to know. How do you you present data like that? Uh, The positive case is slightly up, 87 to 90. Uh, 23 were fully vaccinated. 12 Moderna, 8 Pfizer, 3 Janssen. I'm going to keep repeating this. There's a vein of people that say, you know, if you get the vaccine, you can't get it. Oh, I thought the vaccine would prevent... Your hunger and no the vaccine lessens the symptoms right yeah, i 'm walking talking proof of that right when I got it i 'm convinced that my my symptoms were far less severe, the cough and the fatigue than they would have been had I not been vaccinated right and that 's simply it okay next chat. let 's go through these. I want to get to my man Tom. Uh, 4886, 4527, still far more females than males. Keep going. Uh, The distribution by age, still the younger leading the pack, as you would expect. No growth in the 70 plus. That's good good news there. Uh, This week, if you look at it, 24 cases under the age of 19, three over the age of 70. Right? So you can tell where the vaccines are going. Uh, just by reading this chart. You don't need to be a math major to figure it out. Um, it kind of spells it out for you. Uh, the 30 to 39 a little jump there. Um, so there are plenty of people who are still saying, I'm not going to get that vaccine. And, you know, I'm going to say this in front of my friend Tom here for the umpteenth time. This mayor is not going to mandate vaccines, right? Not until, you know, it's the law of the land, but I would tell you in the meantime, I'd be remiss in doing my job if I don't tell you, you should get the vaccine. All right? Everybody I love has been vaccinated. I would not get them vaccinated if I thought that the risk was far greater to get the vaccine. So I'm telling you, go get the vaccine. Don't, don't get caught unaware because the, the disease is still there and it can get you. Okay. Joel's that luckily leave pickup stats this week. They're going to have a lot to pick up, Joel. A lot. Wait until you see my yacht. Okay, then we go to the, the the big three, the mayor's fascination chart. You can see that uh, we're doing a better job than uh, Haverhill and Lawrence. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way to put it. No, uh, we've had less of a COVID impact the last two weeks. We've had 176 new cases the last two weeks. Lawrence is at 250. Havel, 263. So, three consecutive weeks of reporting now, Havel has been higher than Lawrence. That's statistically significant to me. The 176 is really when people ask me how many people walking around Methuen have COVID, that's your number. Right? So you look at that bottom thing, you say nine thousand have, have gotten it over nine thousand out of fifty-three thousand. Our new census is fifty-three thousand and change. So nine thousand ninety four hundred out of fifty-three thousand have gotten COVID. It says sixty nine hundred have recovered. I don't want you to think we get twenty four hundred walking around with COVID. We don't we got about hundred and seventy six. Right? It's a two week span. Now, um that's an approximation because there are going to be people, and we're going to hear this, who don't fit into what I call the window. So the typical lifespan of the virus is two weeks when you get it, on average. There are some people that are eight weeks, and there's some people that are shorter. right? But uh, 176 is kind of a good approximation for active cases. Our incident rate going down, next chart, and this is, uh, I'm going to keep saying this, the epidemiologists are saying this is going to happen. So the early part of November will probably show similar results, and then in the holiday time period, the number will bounce back up, is what we're being told. right? The preponderance of people gathering together who have not been vaccinated indoors is going to make the number go back up. I don't know any other way to say it. And then there's the big three again on the last chart. Uh, you can see Havel driving the bus there in the middle, right? And Methuen, uh a little bit better, three six six versus three nine seven. So Havel's almost at four percent positivity. Methuen's a little bit more than three and a half. And then I've got a blank chart. This is the I'm going to show you. This is what Ryan. Yeah, that's a beautiful chart right there that Ryan printed. Uh, I'm not really sure what that says. I think this is Ryan's uh, capturing a white elephant during a snowstorm. Very artistic of him.
1: It's supposed to be something for trick-or-treat, but you have
0: yeah. to put the image. Yeah. He's supposed to have... This is the one where I usually make fun of him, where he puts in the map of Essex County. And I say, well, at least he knows where Essex County is. So I don't have the vaccination rate. If Ryan's watching, we'll ask him to call in with the vaccination rate since he, since he handed the mayor Blank pages going out the door, and I can't read them to you. So, all right, oh Lord, that's right. All right, let's talk about a few things before we go to Sue Nicholson got a booster shot yesterday. Great job. Uh, The police chief got his Saturday while I was standing with him. Great job to him too. Um, Great Lawrence Family Health is already doing the booster. So, if you're eligible for the booster, go to Great Lawrence Family Health over here on Pelton Street and get the booster now. Dan Shubillia said, I recommend anyone who tests positive speak to the PCP about the antibody treatment. I did it. It helped a lot. Totally worth it. Glad you're feeling better. Um, Let's see. There's a Halloween event at the Loop on Sunday, the 31st, from noon to 2 p.m. Yeah, that's sponsored by the Loop. Now, I just want to, that is sponsored by the Loop. That's not by the city. Right, that's not the event from last year. So I just want to make sure. And Nancy Riden, while on the camera, is is typing. Poor Ryan. I mean, blank pages, dude. Look at look at this, blank pages. Blank pages. Allison Cordo said, "Invisible ink. Leave it to the media. They know when they see the invisible ink." Yes. (laughs) Hi. And Joyce Radcliffe, she got her shot today at GLFHC. Great for her. All right, we're going to talk a little bit before we do some ads. We're going to introduce my good friend Tom. Hey, Tom, you're running for office. You know, I didn't even realize that, right? Mm. I forgot. So uh, I'll give you a minute or two to talk about your, your campaign. That's not really why you're here. But
2: Why don't we keep away from the campaign, Mr. Mayor, because I don't think it's fair not having the other... People here.
0: What a good guy! What a good guy! All right. Well, I right. appreciate that. I would but you like to talk for a about Great the Lawrence school, family, Great Lawrence Technical School Board, right? High school, right? Okay, and good luck to you. Thank you. All right. So um, uh, we met at Mans. I met you at Mans, yep. and you are somebody who was at the Vogue for quite some time, right? You worked. At the... I
2: was. I'm just retired. Yeah, I've been here 28 years. 28 years. And what I did you do over teach there? Teach auto technology. Auto body. Uh, best thing I ever did. Some great kids, great staff, great faculty. I want to tell you a little bit about some of the things that were restored for the city of Methuen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And history. we're
0: going we're to get into that. But I want to do the COVID part first, if you don't mind. Can we do you that? want to do the COVID part? Okay. If you're looking for a poster boy for COVID,
2: I think I'm the guy. Yeah. I had gotten COVID back in January 5th, and I went to the Holy Family Hospital. Uh, from there I went on a respirator. God bless my wife. She wouldn't let me die. She transferred me to her hospital, which was Boston Medical Center. I was unconscious for five weeks. I was on a respirator for at least three of those weeks, and they had trouble waking me up. God bless those doctors and nurses. They did a fantastic job on me. They got me up. They finally got me up. They had a send me out to uh, Spalding Rehab, teach me how to walk again. I couldn't walk. I couldn't move my arms for the longest time. I thought I was strapped down. Uh, when you say get the booster shot, I'll be, I'm will i eligible for it in December. I'll be the first person up the stairs pushing the old lady out of the way so I can give them my arm to get the shot. Good for you. That's how much I believe in it. Yeah. All my loved ones, yeah. such as yours. Yeah. Vaccinated. Yeah, good for you. God bless. Thank you.
0: And, and no, uh, how are you feeling today, John?
2: I feel great. Um, my lungs are still a little bit on the weak side. I'm going to have to have some carpal tunnel um, on both hands. Yeah. Because of inactivity for six weeks, not moving my hands for six weeks. Yeah. But uh, I made two case studies, probably because I survived. Yeah. But. Thank God, my wife wouldn't let me go. She uh, she kept me going. And thank God, thank God is right, and uh, yeah. I'm doing fantastic. And good, we're glad to have you Absolutely. on. Absolutely, thank you. yeah. And
0: thank so you. Uh, uh, when you know we were talking about the whip around, we're trying to I'm trying to get our DPH to do some setup of shots, right? So it depends on get some shots from the state, and then we will announce some locations in addition to greater. But don't wait. Go to Great Lawrence Family Health if you're eligible, right? Uh, we went to um, the Fall Festival Saturday. Uh, I was with the new police chief, and then we went over to the wellness fair that was at Nicholson Stadium. While we were there, the Great Lawrence family had a uh, a mobile unit there. He got his flu shot and his booster shot at the same time. Good I don't know him. if I'd recommend that, but... Good um, for him. Yeah, Getting them out of the way, killing two birds with one stone, literally. So, But we're glad you recovered. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Uh, when Mike Solomon first told me your story at Man's, I thought he was pulling my leg. <laughs> so uh, so um, no lasting issues other than the carpal tunnel? Not yet. Okay. Thank Not God. Yet. Please. But um, I'll tell do you do something.
2: Once COVID is in you, it's always in you. Yeah. Uh, It it finds its way into the smallest spots, into your joints. Yeah. And they call it joint pain. For me, it's not pain. It's sore. Yeah. But every joint in my body is sore. Yeah. And they said it can last up up to about a year.
0: Really? Wow. Go ahead, Rick. You had a question. So how long have you been well and out of the hospital?
2: I got released from the hospital, from the third hospital, uh, March 30th, 30th, I think it was. I was in the hospitals for three months. Jeez. And I was home recuperating for probably another three months. I was lucky enough to make it back to school for the last two days of school just because I said I wanted to finish it. Yeah. I started the year, I wanted to finish it. Yeah. And uh, God bless the faculty and the kids. I had probably 125 cards, gift baskets. The kids kept trying to FaceTime me, they wanted to talk to me and see yeah. me. But I had lost 33 pounds, and yeah. I didn't want the kids to see me like that. Yeah. So we did a lot of talking back and forth, a lot of emailing back and forth. But I can't say enough about the school, the, the faculty, the culture, the kids.
0: Yeah. John Lavoy's is a great guy. He is. Yeah, he is. Good people over there. Um, we actually had them at the school committee the other night. They did the after dark program, which oh. I'm a big fan of, right? Um, now you were at the very beginning of COVID. You you got sick at the very beginning.
2: I got before the teachers were eligible to get the shot. I had gotten sick. Yeah. Right after I had gotten sick, they were eligible to get the shots.
0: And how about the rest of your family? Have they? Thank God, nobody got it. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah.
2: And you know, I always, I always said to myself, I don't, I don't really care that I got it. I'm glad that my family didn't get it. I would right. rather have it than my family yeah, members both, get it. Yeah. or God forbid, I gave it to one of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it, it's weird, though. You know, um, I when I got it, um, I live with uh, three of my children, two of my children, and my son's girlfriend. The people that live with me did not get it. Thank God. My son, who didn't doesn't live with me, had come to see me for. Ten minutes the weekend before I got diagnosed, he got it, so you, you know there 's really not a, r- a lot of rhyme or reason you know to you wonder how, how it- you get picked right yeah. and you
2: wonder why somebody gets it without any symptoms right, and somebody else gets it with, with severe symptoms severe right. sy- yeah. symptoms
0: yeah well we 're glad that you survived it so, so uh, you know I, I, I didn't bring Tom on to embarrass him. He's a story. He's a life story to tell you. Go out and get the vaccine, right? More than the mayor telling you, is walk and talk and proof. Go out and get the vaccine, right? Don't, don't wait for it to come to you. Don't wait for it to be too late, right? We still have people that are getting severely impacted. You know, we talk. We we tend to brush over numbers like they're nothing, and I won't mention the guy's name who says you know Methuen's only had X number of deaths. Exponentially, The math doesn't. If you're a family member of somebody who was loved by or somebody who's loved, who, who lost somebody, that's a, a tremendous impact to your family. Right. No matter who you are. So go out and get the vaccine. Right. And if you're if you're resistant, if you if you don't want the vaccine, talk to somebody, make sure you're getting all the facts. Talk to somebody who's. Uh, knowledgeable. Educated. Talk to the Department of Public Health. Yeah, talk to your nurse, your PCP. Like Dancer. talk to your PCP. Talk to somebody who knows, who can give you the kind of advice to help you make an educated decision for yourself, right? And that's really what it's all about. Okay. Can we just walk in and get the booster shot? Yes, you can. Uh, so we got some questions coming in. Uh, Joyce Radcliffe said, God bless you. I hope you never get that. She never gets that. Me too. It's very scary. Um, have you experienced long-term COVID, such as fatigue or headaches or things like that? That's a question. No. Okay. Thank God. <clears throat> That's good. Um, because, uh, you know, people worry about the impact. And, and not that I want to throw a scare tip, but, but, you know, we, we throw a lot of things around about our children. Mm. but It's not impacting young kids, right? And um, there's a lot of... Uh, how do I say this without getting bashed? There's a lot of a lot of talk about, oh, they don't know what they're talking about because they sit they first they said don't wear a mask unless you're sick, then they said wear a mask. And the mask had gone back and forth. And <clears throat> you know, to me, uh, that's part of the science of it. We don't know. So we're kind of figuring it out as we go along here. And I think people aren't used to that. You know, we become kind of a no, of intended. take out society, right? We want an answer right now, yeah. right? What's the nice, answer? Yeah. Give it to me. Right? Fix this. They Fix don't
2: this. know. Right. They honestly don't know. We've well,
1: we never dealt with anything of this magnitude, especially in our world. Like, you just know the world has. Yeah. The whole yeah. world is facing the same thing.
2: Yeah, flipped
0: the world. Really did.
2: And how yeah. fast it spread throughout the world. It did.
0: Yeah, and still spreading in some places, right? So
2: You know, you read the reports on how many people have died from this. Looking at those numbers and just saying them is one thing. But for me, lying next to them, I've had three people die right next to me. Yeah. And the worst thing about it, Mr. Mayor, was nobody can get in to see them. I know. Their families couldn't come see them. It's terrible. It it was, you died alone. You died alone. And people like us who are used to having our families around us, especially if you know you're passing, to hold somebody's hand. Yeah. They didn't have that option.
0: That's that's tough.
2: My wife would call me at night, and I would tell her, you know, so-and-so just passed away right next to me. And she's a nurse. She understands yeah. that people pass. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I teach high school. Yeah. I work with kids. They don't, they're not supposed to pass. Yeah. I'm supposed to pass, not them. Yeah. And the two people that passed right next to me were both younger than I am. One was on a respirator for three weeks. He died first. <laughs> Guy who was next to him was on respirator for four weeks. He died two days later. I said to my roommate, "I says I'm on the respirator going on five weeks. Am I next?" Mm. And God bless all those nurses. They all yeah. came in and they all cried over that body. Those bodies. They sat there and they cried, and then they put the sheet on them. Heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. You see those numbers on TV. It, means very little to you. Meaningless, yeah. When it's right next to you and you see it and... You feel it. You feel it. You say, "My next?
0: Yeah. And we've been staring at the numbers numbers for a
1: year, so you kind of become immune to it. You You hear those numbers every night. As much as you don't want to become immune, you kind of can't help it, right? And it becomes such noise that you're like, and whether people want to admit it or not, everybody's a little bit afraid of it. And if you're not afraid of it, there's something wrong with you. That's right. Right? Because the, the numbers don't lie. Yeah. Those people are no longer with us, to your point. You've seen them firsthand. Mm-hmm. So don't allow yourself to become immune to it. Like I said, be yeah. proactive. If yeah. you do your research. Make your informed decision.
2: Yeah. There is nothing in those shots that you haven't had before. It's just a different mixture. You have a, a baby, a one-year-old baby, you take to the doctors. First thing they do is give them shots. We're used to it.
0: Yeah, It's just another shot. Yeah. Well, thank you for adding some context to this. This is, I, you know, I know it's hard, but it really adds something for people. Because no matter how many times you say go out and get vaccinated, your story carries a lot more weight. So Amazing. Appreciate you doing this. The fact that
1: you're doing the math and bed going i yeah. on at five weeks?
0: Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, so. Um, Let's see. Uh, that second dose knocked me out. Did anyone get sick on the goose? Yeah, it knocked me out too, Sarah, uh, but it was like for a day. It was not a long period, right? I felt sick for a day, but bounced back. How did you recover after being on a respirator for several weeks? That came from the audience.
2: I, uh, I worked hard. Um, they called me Superman. They have two case studies on me uh, because I did bounce back so fast I doubled up on every physical therapy they gave me. I told you I felt like I was strapped down um, when I was in the hospital bed but I just couldn't move Yeah Um, There's something to be said about having somebody take care of you 24 hours a day and you not be Mm -hmm. able to feed yourself or just move around. Yeah. And uh, when you say the second shot, um, your booster shot knocked you down a little bit. After I have the antibodies, so it really affected me. The first one knocked me on my rear end for quite a while. And the second one did the same thing. And I'll be honest with you, I can't wait to get the booster. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather have one day then go back
0: and do it for three months. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I went to probably question. I'll answer that uh, shortly, but okay. So let's let's turn it a little bit. So beyond the COVID, you have kind of an interesting history with the city of Methuen. I do. So tell a little about that. And
2: I think I told you at Manns, yeah. I, I was a little bit... Uh, Disturbed. We had done the cannon. The kids yep. and I had done the cannon yep. in the thorn. Um, it was put in downstairs. And because of COVID, you had to make it into a room yep. for people coming in and out. I want my cannon back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know it was taken apart and put away someplace. Yes, it was. Uh, I think it's important for us to try to come up with a place to put it now. Sure. It needs to go inside, it needs to be well protected. When we did the cannon, we do a complete research on it. The history department tracked that cannon down to 1905. It was in front of the Methuen Town Hall. Which is the town hall now? It used to be the high school. Yep. And it was being pulled by four horses and an ammo caisson behind it. And that was in 1905. Joe Bella came up with that photograph. Joe Bella is quite the historian. It's not just... Us doing something for the city, sure. we always get something back. I invited Joe down. He came down. He's talked to the, the students. The students were just thrilled to listen to him. He's a wealth of knowledge. He is. And uh, the students couldn't wait to get the project done. It took us probably six months to do it. Yep. And I'm interested in the guys who took it apart. Yeah. I know how it comes apart. Yeah. But there was a card... Inside there, it was one of a the bus- a card, a business card, from card. Okay. my card from the school. Yeah, and on the back of that card was the names of the kids who were there, putting it together, and we hid it inside the cannon. You did, oh, nice. Uh, and I was just. Oh, I'd love to tomorrow. talk to them, find out if they found it. We'll find and it. And I'm yeah. sure they held on to it because yeah. it was part of that restoration. Yep. That's um, a little tidbit. So nobody the, you knows did the except can. the Where guys. What else did you do? We did the Gaunt Square sign in, in the square, Methuen Square. Murrow Gaunt was the first um, soldier from Methuen to pass away in World War I. And it, I believe it was in France. Right. And the kids did a whole research project on that. We had to go before the um, town's history commission to get approval. We had a couple of demos made up on the reproduction sign, and it was just like the picture. And uh, the sign is holding up pretty well. I expected by now we'd have to do some upkeep to it. I think it was in 2014 we finished it and hung it back up there. Really? We did a couple fire call boxes yep. um, for the fire chief, a couple donations. That worked out great. The fire chief came down with two engine companies from the fire um, the fireman had passed away. His companies, they came in. They were in tears because we did this for them. Uh, it was going to his daughter as a memento.
0: And you did all of these with your students, right? Oh, students so, yeah.
2: do it all, yeah. That's great. The best part about it, everything we do is within our curriculum. And I'm big on critical thinking. There's no books on this stuff. We take it apart. We have to figure out how it goes together. And my kids are great at that. I say my kids like yeah, I'm still there. I'm okay. not there. Yeah. But, you know, some, um, probably about 15 years ago, a former superintendent said that I was the ambassador to the school. Yeah. And I took that to heart. Yeah. And I still feel like I am. Good for you. Thank you. And, and you did a police car, too, did you not? We did all the police cars. We yeah. did the fire cars, some fire trucks. We really enjoy giving back to the towns, city and towns. Uh, we've done quite a bit for Lawrence, Andover, knocked Andover. My kids are used to giving back. That's great. You know, and once again, I'll say it again, we do something for the police department. They came down, they sat down, they talked to the kids, explained to the kids what happens when you get in trouble, how you get in trouble, why you get in trouble. They did a drunken driving seminar with them. Um, Sergeant Fleming came down with some glasses and put the glasses on. Told the kids to walk, and they'd walk as if they were yeah. drunk. And it was—it hit home. It's terrific. Uh, the former police chief, uh, Chief Solomon, come down with seven, eight pizzas at one shot. Sit down with the kids and just talk to the kids. Everything we do for someone, we always get back. Yeah. And it's fantastic. That's terrific. I used to say, my kids don't run when they see a police cruiser coming. Yeah. They run to see if they painted that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, now you retired. You said you retired, This right? is my second month in
2: retirement.
0: So how are you enjoying that?
2: I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think it's hit me yet. Yeah. I'd like to say I love it. I, I love spending time with my grandson. He's two years old. And spending time with my wife. But uh, she says I've got to get out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Any thoughts of going back to school and
2: working with some of the students? I'd like to go back and sub. Yeah. Uh, at some point. I've got to get a little bit more strength in my hands. I yeah. want to make sure I'm I'm up to par before I jump in,
0: there. Well, good for you. Thank you. We appreciate everything you've done for the city, uh, plus your story. Uh, Teresa just said, I bet teaching auto mechanics must have changed greatly over the years due to the electronic changes in automobile production.
2: Everything, Teresa, every trade has changed. That school has to fight to keep up with everything. We hire the best people. We take so many classes ourselves to stay up to date. Um, it's just a fantastic place. Uh, if you have a son or daughter in that building, they're going to get a good education. They're going to learn a great trade, and they're still going to be able to go to college when they get
0: up. Yeah. I actually uh, I started talking about the After Dark program, but we did the tour. I think it's just amazing, some of the things, right? I think people have completely wrong idea about vocational education, right?
1: Trades are completely underestimated. Absolutely.
0: Completely. Right? You can make a excellent living.
1: Absolutely. Right? And enjoy what you're doing.
0: Yep. Um, what's your favorite car to fix? This came <laughs> from the audience. I used
2: to say my favorite car to fix was the one that made me the most money. <laughs> but now that I've been teaching for so long... I'd have to say staying up to date on the new, new cars, everything is changing. Volkswagen is changing. Audi is completely out of the ballpark. I mean, yeah. to, you have to have a special mechanic to work on an Audi now. Yeah. Um, I think I'll stay with my original statement. The one I can make the most money yeah, on is my favorite. For you.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a question. I got it. Do residents, I made. do residents need to be concerned about a winter parking ban or any parking restrictions coming up in November. Thanks. No, not November. So December first to April first is when we do our winter parking and we will announce in advance. Uh, I don't even want to think about that right now. No snow. I'm cold yeah. I'm hoping for a no snow winter. So sorry kids. That's that's when you get older. So so Beth Maxwell's reading ahead for our next guest. I went to Elliott's farmhouse for the first time yesterday. It was delicious and our way to Ernesto was awesome.
1: Ernesto Lucille. is fantastic.
0: Did he have the uh, donut holes? Huh? Did he have the donut holes? Did you have... So, did you have donut holes? We'll ask. Bev, did you have donut holes? Rick wants to know. So, my other guest is Rick Angelo, and he's on because uh, we've got Veterans Day coming up. There is no Veterans Day parade in Methuen this year. That's the first time in a long time. Although, I should say that. We didn't have one last year because of the pandemic. Uh, But the Legion and the VFW decided... They're going to march in the Santa Parade on November 20th. And we're going to talk about that later in the show. Uh, but there are two events. There's one at 10 a.m. at Elmwood Cemetery and then at noontime at Walnut Grove. I hope I didn't do that backwards. Um, and in between, uh, I, I've got my good friend Rick on because he came to the mayor and made a proposition that the mayor couldn't say no to. So I'll let you take all the credit for it, my friend.
1: Well, it's a a joint effort to start, but um, my partner, Andy, is an Air Force veteran. My family um, has been involved in the military for all different levels, Uh, and obviously we appreciate the service that so many people do. Um, And we like to do things for Veterans Day. Two years ago or a year and a half ago, when we first opened, we did a whole thing for the vets leading into the holidays. Um, And then as Veterans Day approached, and we found out there's – not going to be a parade, and like, geez, there's got to be a way to honor our local people and give them something to make them feel special and appreciated, right? Correct, I think it's the least we could Good do. For you. So, um, Andy and I um spoke about it and came up with uh, I said, well, let me go speak to the mayor and see, he knows the veterans committee, he knows the different parties, let's see what we could do. So, we met, we had a nice meeting, um, and Found out about the parade and said, well, geez, in the beginning when they do their first thing, afterward the mayor is going to be kind enough and present them. Uh, they've also, just so people are aware, they've been struggling. If you're looking for a good reason or a good place to donate money and to give back to people who have donated so much to you, um, I strongly suggest that you look at the local veterans committees and, and different, uh, whether it's uh, American Legion or the VFW. They need it. And they've given, they you, a, they've given you a lot. If you have something, you're looking for a good charity, we're doing it. We're putting our money where our mouth is. um, It's a great thing to do. Um, It's always a great thing to do. Even if it's a little bit, it's a lot. It all adds up. Pennies add up to dollars. So uh, we're putting our pennies together. um, And I presented to the mayor. I said, geez, I'll do an event after the parade. Well, there's no parade. So uh, we're going to, from 2 to 4, we're inviting veterans, friends and family, friends and family have to pay, but the veterans do not. You come in your entire lunch. We're going to have a a menu for you with some of our key items, things that we know that you'll enjoy. We say fresh food and great people. Well, we have the fresh food, and you guys come in as vets, and you provide us with the great people. We'll take care of you. Um, And because they were struggling to come up with finances when they were talking about possible things to eat, they were basically trying to get together something kind of modest and Neither you or I like that very much. No. Um, so we said, well, well, we'll take care of lunch, and then the early event, where there usually leads into a parade, um, Mr. Mayor is kind enough to pay uh, and foot on his own um, breakfast sandwiches and a breakfast um, meal for them after that first event. So from your breakfast to your lunch, we got you on Veterans Day between the Ellie's and mm-hmm.
0: yeah, Nicely done. So any any Methuen veteran. So if uh, the 10 o'clock event will happen, uh, just to surmise what Rick just went through there, and then uh, uh, City Methuen, in cooperation with Ellie's Farmhouse, is going to send breakfast sandwiches down to the veterans for the in-between meal so that they have something to eat after the 10 o'clock ceremony. And then the noontime ceremony happens. I believe that's the Walnut Grove one. And then following that, between two and four, any Methuen veteran eats free at Ellie's Farmhouse. Uh, Their family has to pay if they go with them, but uh, the veterans eat free. So take advantage of it. This is uh, a great offer from Rick, who's footing the bill for that part of it, and the city's footing the bill for the breakfast sandwiches. I should say the mayor is, not the city. Um, So we want to show some appreciation for our veterans um, and then they're going to have a place of prominence in the Santa Parade on November 20th. Um, we're going to do
1: a little something there that we
0: talked about as well. Absolutely. To we be A little, little trick up our sleeve yes. for that, too. Yes. More to come on that. So um, so lots of good news, and we appreciate your generosity. You, yes. have, um, you have become an important part of this community. Well, thank that you. And we love having you here.
1: We were excited to be here to begin with, and then COVID. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. We've
1: luckily worked, and you guys in the community have been amazing. Um, Yeah. You you and your office have been amazing. I talked to Marie today on the way here, by the way, (laughs) on a side note. Uh, We're really happy to be here. We're happy to represent you. Yeah. Um, We're happy to bring you a product that we think is special, and thank you for appreciating it. Um, And we're happy to do something simple to give back to people who have done much more than what we're doing.
0: Yeah, Bev Maxwell said she did not have the donut holes. She had the apples. They were great. You know who, who's favored the apples? I love those apples. It's a good for you, Bev. Yeah. Uh, you got to have them, tell And I got corrected by Nancy Reardon, who uh, can work the camera and do FaceTime or whatever at the same time. Uh, Walnut Grove is at 10. Elmwood's okay. at noon. I had it backwards. Okay. Right? So don't let the mayor tell you to go to the wrong place. So we got a question. What are some of the most popular meals currently served at Ellie's Farmhouse? Do you do takeout meals or delivery? We do not do delivery, but if you go (laughs) to
1: elliesfarmhouse.com, you can see our menu. Um, Some of our notable key ingredients are things that we really, really appreciate. People seem to really like, as I said, our donut holes. They're fresh donut holes. They're rolled in our uh, maple cream and our cinnamon maple sugar. They're delicious, Um, a little sinful, but that's okay in moderation. Um, We have great partners from uh, people who provide our cage-free eggs to our maple bacon. We do uh, maple bacon. We uh, friends of ours in the Adirondacks do an Adirondack maple syrup for us. There's also a cinnamon Adirondack maple syrup iteration, which is absolutely my favorite. It's a syrup unlike anything else. It's delicious. You've had it. Um, We had it the other day. Um, but whether it's our breakfast um, things to the variety we have, whether you're a vegetarian, you're gluten-free, whatever you're looking for and you want it fresh, it's not something we, quite frankly, we got sick of waking up and being busy in our life and going to get a breakfast sandwich and you're getting convection oven eggs and bacon and Quick Quite stuff. frankly, bad stuff. Yeah, quick stuff. So we said, you know, we can do this. Egg and do with it.
0: quotation figures, right? <laughs> so, yes, yes. Yeah. I don't know
1: what it is. Yeah, but yeah. it's made to look it like It was egg. An egg at some point. Yes. Yeah. These are real <laughs> eggs. Uh, and then, you know, one of the things we say a lot, and we've said it for a long time, I'm, I didn't come up with this, so I will not take credit. But, you know, in, in a restaurant in general, if you have happy cooks, you have happy food. If you have happy food, you have really happy guests. um we have a lot of really happy people cooking our food. Um, and people can taste the difference. And I, I think it's there. And if it's not, then send a note to info at le's com and let me know and we'll take care of it. Because yeah. we take that seriously.
0: Yeah. And so I, I want to, so I, I, I'm going to do something I did last week. So uh, you're going to see as we head towards the Hollies here, more local businesses come on the program. Uh, so Rick is another local business. Uh, stop worrying about those containers offshore. Shop local. right? G- give Ellie's gift certificates. You can't go wrong. People will be pleased. Right. The food is fantastic. I, I can attest to it. Having eaten there a hundred times, um, you know, open
1: uh, till two o'clock. It's Monday through Friday, yep. eight to two weekends, seven to three for the weekends. Do call ahead. Yeah. And avoid the wait, because thankfully, thanks to you guys, we're very busy. But if you call ahead, we'll put you on a list. Yeah. Um, Again, go to elliesfarmhouse.com, and you can get the the phone number, all the information, see what we have. But you call ahead, and then we'll give you a time slot. And from that point, you come at the time we give you, and within five to ten minutes of the time we've given you, we're guaranteed we'll seat you.
0: Yeah, and you cheat yourself if you don't do the mimosa flight. So. Uh, it's, it's just a word was, to the wise. With fresh orange juice. Oh, absolutely. Fresh squeezed
1: orange juice every Freshly day.
0: Freshly squeezed orange yes. juice every day. So, uh, Joel Furch said, I miss the Tatanka chicken sandwich. Best Tater tots around. <laughs> and Bob LeBlanc said, Benny Florentine, fantastic addition to our community. I couldn't agree more. Um, okay, so we, we got like six minutes left. I, I just want to, um, you know, a couple important lessons here. Uh, Tom, thrilled to have you on. Uh, both because of all the things that you've done for our city but also because your your real life story here so we wish you the best continued recovery we we'll want to have you back on the show right so we we'll want Please. to have you come back and say this is what I'm doing right so in a couple of months we're going to have you come back uh, Rick you're always welcome uh, we want uh, all of our folks in the Methuen area shop local all right, shop local Stop worrying about those containers off, off the ports here. All right, stop worrying about the trucks to pick them up. Stop. Go to Borelli's, go to Ellie's, go to Man's Orchard, go to Thwaites. Keep your local merchants going. They're the ones who keep our communities going. Every time there's a need in our community, be it Little League team, softball, uh, Veterans Day, whatever, who are the people who, who help us? It's our local merchants, right? So November 27th is Small Business Saturday. We're going to have a big proclamation from the city of Methuen pushing that tremendously. Shop local, right? Give certificates. Get out there and keep these guys going because look at, look at how they give back to our community. This is going to set him back. Um, Significantly, that two to four. He's doing that out of the goodness of his heart. So, thank you for what you're doing for our veterans. We appreciate it. You thank are a part of our community. It's our and pleasure. It really I, is. I got a couple ads I got to do, and then we'll wrap it up with a quick word from both of you. Um, so, I did talk about the Santa Parade. The 2021 Methuen Santa Parade is Saturday, November 20th. There it is. Uh, you can contact Jill Stacklin if you're interested. We'd like more bands, more people marching. Than ever before, I'm going to keep saying this, the other thing we learned about COVID, uh, it kept us apart. So the thing that we missed most during COVID was each other. We longed to be together. So let's make this a a parade for all times, right? So uh, call Jill. Uh, Plenty of time still to get involved, get a band or or whatever involved in the parade. Then uh, this coming Friday, October 29th, Assuming the rain lets up, oh, you got the rec department. There's the Halloween contest I talked about. You have, I think today is the last day. Yeah, October 27th. So you still have to close the business today to submit your, your pictures of your decorated house to Methuen Rec Department and potentially win a $50, 25 or $20 gift card uh, to one of our local businesses. So you still got time today. I've seen a lot of good ones. Some people are very artistic, and we got the kids' bubble soccer. This is this story that (laughs) so (laughs) bubble soccer. I don't know if I want to see it. There's two age groups: grades three to five and six to eight. This Friday, October 29th, one o'clock at Nicholson Stadium. Online registration is already open. You can sign up on the Muthoni Rec website. Don't miss out. It's a great time for your kids, especially after a rainy week. They're going to be all fired up from being kept indoors. Get them outside and get them bubbling. Then we've got the Tournament of Champions coming. Yeah, the Sports Zone 101 Tournament of Champions. Three hours filled with your favorite playground games, including dodgeball, pickleball, soccer, football, and much more. October 29th from 1 to 4, uh, kindergarten through sixth grade at Nicholson Stadium. So register for those. Um, literally, um, The rec department, I want to take two minutes here and say the fall festival was amazing. The people that attended were fantastic. The costumes were out of this world. Uh, uh, I attended, the mayor, I gave away cider donuts from Mann's that I bought. 500 cider donuts we gave away in less than three hours. It was fantastic. The people were kind. Uh, There was a great costume contest. The winners are posted. out on social media, Uh, so kudos to Steve Angelo, uh, Bill Mancy IV, uh, Jill Stackland, all the people who helped put together the fall festival. Also kudos to our health department for the wellness fair. Uh, We've got to make sure we get more people to go to those wellness fairs. Uh, We had a real-life story today of why you want to get that booster shot, and Tom and I, we're going to fight each other to be first in line. As soon as we're ready. So uh, closing thoughts. Tom, what would you like to say to the audience? I'd like
2: to let the audience know that we're looking for a home for the cannon. Maybe you can come up with a suggestion or we can put it. Sure. My suggestion would be back in the police department where it came from. Uh, but it has to be inside, and I don't think they have any room. It was outside
0: of the PD, right? It was outside.
2: Yeah. It was ready to fall down.
0: Yep. Um,
2: when we got it, it, actually fell off the tow truck in pieces. Really? Yeah. Thank God nobody got hurt on it. Uh, Jack Cronin, a city counselor, had picked it up that, you know, the kids were holding on to those wheels and it looked yeah. like it was going to collapse on them. Yep. And uh, he didn't want to see anybody get hurt and <coughs> he asked us if there was anything we can do. And we jumped on it. Okay. But All right. There's we'll a challenge. You
0: know. yep. where, where can we tell the mayor to put the cannon? Where to put the cannon? Alright, Tom's issued a challenge to us. I can think of I'll a few places I've
1: <laughs> yeah. been. Yeah, Rick, we won't say we will aim it. Yeah. Um, thank you for caring, um, and I'm glad that you're healthy and happy and back with your family and and on the other side of things. Um, that's an incredible story from top to bottom. Um, truly inspirational and something that everyone can learn from. Um, and thanks for giving back and trying to do um, good for the school. It, You're an alumni from, as I learned in your story, and now you want to go back and give back again. Amazing, after teaching. Um, People like you are huge to a community, huge to everybody around you, whether you're aware of it or not. Um, We're trying in our own little way to continue to be big to this community and grow and develop our relationship. Thankfully, you guys have been wonderful to us. We're happy to be a part of it. Um, We hope you'll come join us on... Um, veterans Day from 2 to 4. Uh, I look forward to seeing your faces, getting to know you. And uh, thanks for having me on, Mr. Mayor.
0: You're all welcome. You. All right, so thank you both for being on. Rick, thank you for what you're doing for our veterans. Uh, don't forget, Veterans Day, uh, 2 to 4, we're doing Veterans Eat Free at Ellie's. Uh, and if you're part of American Legion of VFW, if you're back at the uh, Legion of VFW after the morning event, We're going to send breakfast sandwiches down to you so that you can eat those and enjoy those and get uh, some of the thanks that you deserve. You deserve a lot more, but it's a way to show our appreciation. We'll
1: have that, coffee, a little bit of those donut holes I told you
0: about. Oh, that's awesome. You're the man. All right, so (laughs) uh, that's it from here. Uh, We're back here next week with a mystery guest, Uh, but we look forward to talking to you, and we will have uh, election results by next week. I would be remiss if I didn't say get out and vote. Even vote for mayor, even if you're voting against me. Uh, Get out and vote. Um, November 2nd, next Tuesday, is voting day. Take it seriously. Get out there. Cast your ballot. And we'll see you back here Wednesday on Mayor's Minutes. God bless you. Stay healthy.